Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today on AfterBuzz TV. This is Survivor Season 34. There's a new sheriff in town. Make sure to stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today on After Buzz TV for Survivor. We got two episodes tonight. It was a long night. It was night. a lot of info, you guys. It was a lot, but we're excited to have you here to talk to us. I'm your host, Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Paige Bonanno. Thanks, everybody, joining us in the live chat. We're so excited to have you. Make sure to like, give us a thumbs up, and subscribe. So Dom and Mike are both not here today. They were out, but we have a very special guest that I'm very excited to announce. He's a good friend of mine. His name's Charlie. He's over on the other side of the table. So, Charlie, go ahead and introduce yourself. There's a new sheriff in town. (laughs) Uh, My name's Charlie Lind. Uh, You can check me out at, at Charlie Lind. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. There we go. What's up, guys? I'm back. Timothy Michael here. You can reach me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike. Charlie, I'm so excited that you're here with us. Thanks. Yeah, for Charlie. Me. Why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself and why you love Survivor so much? Uh, I'm a comedian and an actor, and um, I don't know. I sit in the room when my fiance or my wife now is uh, watching it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the designated other guy in the room being like, oh, this show is annoying, but I love it. But then you just got so into it. Oh, I'm so into it. I'm like, so uh, some girl I worked with was in the last season, and so since then I've been watching like every single season. Oh, yeah, that's so right. That, Figgy. Yeah, Figgy. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, I worked with her at P.F. Chang's. <laughs> that's awesome. Way back in the day. Well, you guys are in for a treat tonight with Charlie. For sure. Inside, insider scoop. Insider scoop, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know everything about Figgy. Oh. Uh, uh, as a waitress. You should have came uh, yeah. on last season and given us the down low. Yeah. Because, yeah. One season too late. Good old figs. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're just going to dive right in from the beginning and kind of get started on this because we have a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah. Um, so, in the first episode, episode number eight, so... Basically, we come back from a very emotional tribal last week, um, the whole situation with Zeke and Varner, and um, just to touch on this real quick, because this is how the episode started, you know, basically, Sarah right away says, hey, I don't forgive him, Ty, I, I really am happy that you are able to forgive him, Ty, obviously being the person that he is, just shows compassion, and, you know, Zeke goes and just says exactly what you would expect Zeke to say based on last week and a lot of the commentary that we've read, um, interviews that he's given since uh, it aired last week. He's basically saying, you know what, this is a game to get over your fears, get over your insecurities, and it'll bring us closer together. He says, you know what, there's still a task at hand. This is Survivor. Let's get back to it. Yeah. I mean, what did you guys think about the way that he handled the situation and especially coming back to camp tonight? I mean, we were obviously expecting them to pick up right where they left off from last episode, and I'm glad that they addressed it in a short amount of time. I'm glad that they didn't do a whole episode, exactly. uh, half an episode, just talking about this again. Um, I love that 
Zeke said, you know, people come to your defenses because that's what really got me last last episode when Sarah and the whole tribe really stood up for him. Um, and then he was like, there's still a task at hand. Like you said, we have to win. I have to win a million dollars. So mm-hmm. I like that they closed that out mm-hmm. really quickly. Yeah, it seemed like the way his mood was like, guys, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Like, yeah. immediate, like, please, can we just move on? Because the the one thing it does is it puts a target on his back. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in the final three with that guy. No, that's yeah. such a good point. Because he's got a story. And so, they're, you know, he, he knows immediately when it's said, you're basically, like, basically he got... He got screwed over. And that's yeah, that's a good point that it will put a target on his back to like just keep going over it. And that's not the kind of guy Zeke is anyways. He doesn't want to keep going over something like this. Right. But I did appreciate when after the merge happened, they went back to camp and Zeke did say, okay, let me tell the story. I'll let you, you guys all know what happened. I mean, did you guys expect him to tell everybody what happened? He could have very easily just like not said anything and nobody really said anything. I think it gives him a little bit more credibility with his entire tribe now because now he'll, it's more of like a familial aspect. Like you want to treat these people like family and it's going to come out sooner or later. Yeah. So you might as well just tell them. Or right someone's going to mention to somebody else. On right. Their so you might as well just, it might as well come out of your mouth. At least now he has that control, mm-hmm. which he unfortunately did not um, at the last tribal council. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Varner wound up losing his job because yeah, of this. Yeah, I did see really? that. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, he works in real estate, so a lot of the media and press. And I was like, isn't that illegal to like fire somebody from what they said on the show? But it wasn't because of what he said on the show. It's because of all this press and stuff who was like hounding his job and hounding him oh, and being really? around his job. So it was like hindering his work performance, I guess. You know, I think Zeke had to say something because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we probably watched one of the biggest moments in Survivor mm-hmm. history. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and even, uh, you know... Uh, in the, the political climate, even right now, mm-hmm. and who who we are as a as a society, um, that was huge. Yeah. yeah, that was really big. And for Survivor to like, you know, Jeff Probst, he like took a stand. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, I want to ask a question. There was um, a lot of people, both I mean, commenting on our videos, commenting on many other videos, commenting just in articles about how they thought that Survivor should have just edited around edited around this and mm-hmm. made it so oh everybody was just unanimous. They just unanimously went up and voted for Varner and not shown the whole thing because it would have not taken that away that moment away from Zeke. I mean, what what is your guys' thoughts on this? Do you think there was a way to edit around it and they should take. have? I got a hot okay. take. Okay, okay go, go ahead. You, um, I think it could be as far as the producers literally had Varner. He probably talked about it with them and they were like, oh, you, you should totally say it. I, I To them, it's like, that's the biggest thing. People are... People were talking about Survivor, mm-hmm. like a lot of people, people that don't watch the show. And this week they had a two-hour – it was a two-hour episode because they knew people were watching. They want to get people hooked. That's a That's great exactly point. exactly how you do it. I don't know. I disagree. I don't think that the producers would have done that to um, to a contestant in that – Context. I think that like that's that's pretty ruthless. Well, it's just like I mean, when you watch shows like Unreal, like the the, the lengths that they're willing to go yeah. to get what they want. I mean, it's a I'm fake not, show. I'm not, yeah, well, but but that's made by a real producer right. from the Bachelor that has yeah. actually gone through those experiences. Right. And I don't know if I believe yes or no on that topic. I've had a lot of friends say that they think that that's what happened. Maybe the producers put it in his ear a little bit. I don't think that, that possibly that they put it in their ear, but mm-hmm. they definitely. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they heard it from him before he said it, and then they and then they didn't stop him. They weren't like, maybe that's something okay. you should never do right. ever in any situation. See, I disagree because the producers knew at the, knew at the beginning of Zeke's first season that he was trans. He just never brought it up. Right. So if they were if the producers were going to do something like that, they would have done it they when he was in. It or, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that Varner did this all on his own because of you know Zeke 
getting, you know, closer to him in his in the season. And somebody did point out in our chat, I forgot who it was, um, but they said, you know, Varner didn't, you know, release this secret. The producers of Survivor did. And I'm like, well, not necessarily because when you are on Survivor, you do sign a... And I'm sure they talked to Zeke about this, like, hey, we're going to put this out. What are your thoughts? Like, if, I mean, maybe if Zeke really wasn't okay with it, they wouldn't have. But, like, I mean, this is history, and it is something that's very relevant in today's society. Yeah. So it is something that... I mean, maybe, you know, it was better that it happened this way, but I guess we'll never really know. Yeah. But, okay. Well, I mean, that's that. So we're kind of closing that? the we're chapter. We're moving on. on chapter closed. On <laughs> Let's yeah. not talk about it ever again. <laughs> ever again. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, I guess the next thing we can talk about is the merge. We're at the merge. Ah, the most exciting it. time. We did it. We did it, you guys. Like, we're part of this. <laughs> yeah. I just came in at <laughs> yeah. the merge. Here I wow, am. Convenient. Yeah, you had, like, really good timing. Yeah, it's Very just, easy you know, the me. playoffs of Survivor. This is great. And we go in, and basically Jeff is next to a table uh, a merge feast, and he's also next to another table, and everybody's kind of uneasy, wondering what could possibly enter this table. And we find out that they have to have a decision for one person to either one person from each tribe must volunteer to not take part in the merge feast. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, what would you guys have done? Would you have been the person to volunteer? When what would your thought process have been behind that? See, I mean, and just. You know, calling it out from last week, I knew something was going to happen because it is Survivor Game Changer. So I knew that this merge wasn't going to be like all the other merges. Um, in terms of if I would have volunteered or not, I think that, you know, you have to think about it strategically. Mm-hmm. But also what would, like, advantage your game. Like, that food is is strength and nourishment to your body that you would need going into further challenges. So, I mean, I, I think that I wouldn't have volunteered. Yeah. Um, but at the same time... And see, but this is what, and then, but just looking at the devil's advocate side or the other side to this conversation, like people would be like, oh, well, if you volunteered, people would feel like they owed you. And time and time again on this show of Survivor, every season, somebody does something for somebody else, and on the next episode, they're getting voted out. So what you do for your tribe really doesn't count for anything, in my opinion. Okay. Like people will vote you out. It's a game, it's a million dollars. People are fighting. (laughs) To me, it depends on the food. I'm like not gonna eat. I'm like, what did they have? I didn't even they, like. Take it a looked look. like it was a good Fruit. thing. I would yeah. have probably like because they had fruits and veggies. I probably would have done it. Yeah, but like you a cheeseburger, careful. I'm like yeah, gonna get sick. That will get me sick, and I'm not gonna do it. Well, yeah, and it's interesting you brought up the point of like, oh, people thinking that they're gonna owe you or this or that because I mean we saw a totally different contrast between Brad Culpepper sitting out and Ty sitting out. Yes, and it's funny because like it's you know stereotypical. Brad Culpepper and stereotypical Ty. Ty's very compassionate. Brad Culpepper's more of a um, threat and more of like a stern guy. Yeah. And it's funny though because they did it in the exact same way. I mean, Brad said, hey guys, it's fine. You know, I'll sit out, I'll sit out. And everybody's saying, or Zeke specifically and other players are saying, oh, you know, he's trying to be the hero, trying to say, oh, what would Monica do? You know, just trying to look like the good guy. Whereas Ty does the same thing, says, hey guys, I'm going to sit out on this one. And everybody's like... I knew Ty would do that. He's so selfless and he's so caring. I like that Debbie's like look at looking over and being like, oh, I hope I hope Ty gets it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, hey, I like the smirk on her face. She's trying to play this. Truth will come out. I think. I think people will find out that, you know, especially with the two votes thing. She, she you know, she tried her best, but uh, mm-hmm. she played her card. Oh really God! I know. But we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah we'll I think what you that. said was right. I mean, Brad was trying to redeem himself from Blood versus Water because he obviously didn't look good on that season, mm-hmm. which is why he got voted off. Um, Ty, on the other hand, was part of the Nuku tribe, and I just want to point this out that the Nuku tribe have pretty much won every single reward immunity, reward challenge, mm. um, and that was dealt with food. So. 
Ty's like tribe was winning all of this food. So it was a little uh, perplexing to me why they were having such a hard time. Like Brad hasn't eaten in like forever. Yeah. Like the Mana tribe hadn't eaten in a, a long time. So that I felt would have been more of a struggle to see who was going to sit out. That's a great Whereas point. the Nuku yeah. tribe, like you guys just ate, like, come on. What do they have? Like peanut butter and jelly? They had peanut butter pizza. Pizza. They had pizza. pizza. Yeah, so they it's not ever- that big of a deal that he... I mean, and then it's funny because, as you said, I mean, Brad P- Culpepper hasn't eaten in days, in 19 days, and then he's seen as the bad guy for sitting out. Right. Whereas right. Ty's seen as compassionate. And it's just like, I don't know, it's kind of stereotypical to me. I don't think Culpepper was like... I mean, I think anybody in that situation, obviously they don't want to sit out, but no. they're going to because they want to look good. I mean, it's the same for Ty. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think in the live chat. Yeah. I, I, I've starved before, mm-hmm. and including right now. I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I probably would have taken the feast, though. You would have taken the feast. Yeah. yeah there's no way I couldn't have. But you got to be careful in those situations. We saw with Joe in a couple of seasons ago, you just, like, sometimes eat too much, and then you're medevaced out. So yeah, they were careful, it seemed like. Um, but this also gave a chance to Ty and Culpepper to kind of bond. Yeah. And Culpepper was saying, you know what? I think I'm the new Caleb for Ty. And basically, you know, he tells Ty the whole thing about how Haley and Michaela are at the bottom and they were very honest with each other. And who knows, maybe this is like a new, a new little relationship that's flourishing. Another thing that I'd like to point out is Debbie apologizing to Brad and taking Cochran's advice. Um, I know we're like short on time, so Mm -hmm. we're like speeding through these, but I just wanted to point that out because I'm a fan of Debbie. I know a lot of people on this panel are not, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do like Debbie and I'm glad that she's actually listening to his advice. Yeah. I mean, and also real quick, people are mentioning in the live chat about drunk Debbie and it's just like I mean she's saying that she never had a sip of alcohol but was acting like she was drunk basically to make people comfortable with her like I don't really get that logic I think people were actually watching her drink she was actually drunk and she was like I'm not drunk like you know how your like everyone's mom gets her like I didn't drink anything (laughs) and it's just like Debbie to be like oh I didn't actually drink when I did like how she said I wasn't I was Dying on exile, yeah, good which one, wasn't. Debbie. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not even that does that logic doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I I, I don't yeah, dislike I Debbie. I, I just think that. she's a BDI. Okay. She's a big dumb idiot. <laughs> don't talk about Debbie like that. I Tar- agree. BDI. I hate don't Debbie. You, you know how I feel I'll label about that. anybody a BDI ever. I just ever. <laughs> coin ever. that BDIs. Oh my gosh. Um, another relationship that I thought was interesting tonight was the Michaela Sari relationship. Yes. And basically, you know, Michaela knew that she was on the bottom. And also touching on Michaela, you know, nobody, as Charlie, you were mentioning earlier, nobody saw her season beforehand because right. of the, the whole taping thing. We, we've gone over this. But basically, everybody wanted her out just because of her reputation. They don't even really, I mean, it's Where do they me- get the reputation from? Zeke. Zeke told everybody, hey, this is how... And she played a com- she's playing a completely different game right now. Well, not necessarily, because in her season, she was a little bit of a hothead, and that was one of their main complaints about Michaela in this episode, was that she is very unpredictable. She does have a very hard temper. But when has she really showed us that she's a hothead in this season? There was not maybe, in this season, yes, no. Yes, that's what I'm saying. She hasn't really come through and showed us how she's a hothead. She now is trying to sit back and just kind of not say anything, and then people are also mad at her for that. So it's like she's trying her best. Well, now she has Sensei Suri yeah. to help her out. Right. And uh, to, I think she's changing the way she is. You could tell she's, like, being groomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She might... She might, yeah, and so, she might do it. Yeah, go ahead. Which I want to touch on because we actually talked about this last last episode when we were like, who would be a good mentor for Michaela? And I had brought up Saray because mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like they would 
fit well together, and clearly they do. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that this is happening because Michaela definitely needs this mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she basically tells her. her, hey, you like you can't shut down like this. You got to chill out. Like just very open heart to heart. And Michaela's like, mm-hmm. you know what? We've never had two black women go to the end. I'd love to see this happen. But I'm still confused on the vote, and we'll get to that in a second after immunity. So speaking of immunity, um, we had basically their toes on <laughs> the on the ledge with a block on their head, mm-hmm. which just uh, seemed yeah. very hard and miserable. <laughs> and I mean, Haley, Troy, and Zeke drop within three seconds. Like this is this is hard. And do you know how long they actually made it? Twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes. Okay. <laughs> and. I mean, we get down to between Ty and Andrea, and surprisingly, Andrea pulls it off. I didn't see Andrea's season, so I don't know how she is as a game player. Oh. I mean, in individual immunities. But, I mean, she killed it. I did not know that she... I did not think that. I was surprised that Andrea... I don't know if Charlie was as well, but I also want to point out that Ty didn't even eat. Yeah. So we always we always have that. I feel like... And people in the chat and, and just the Survivor community always has this, like perspective that you win a reward challenge and you eat all this food and it's going to give you a a leg up and you know because you have this nourishment and strength now from all this food that you eat you've eaten but time and time again it's proven that just because you win the reward challenge it doesn't mean that you're going to win the immunity challenge but ty didn't win andrea won it that's what i mean that's what i mean yeah ty didn't even eat anything yeah, and he was. Oh, you're saying he, he was, still made he it was, to the final two, right? That's. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what I meant. Right, sorry. Right, thank right. you for clearing that up. Yeah. Yes. Ty didn't even eat, and he made it to the final two. But <laughs> yeah. it's Ty. Like Ty is. I know. We're always rooting for Ty, though. I, know. I mean, I just. I always love Ty for sure. Um, I mean, moving on to the Sari Michaela situation with Tribal, I'm still a little bit confused on this vote. To be honest, about how. Sari ended up voting for Michaela, and I think you're a little confused on it as well. No, and, I'm, I, oh, I, I got, got terrified. Yeah. Okay, because Charlie, you seem like you had a good grip on it. Yeah. So I just I mean, want you to look, explain what the heck happened. So to me, I feel like sometimes in the game of Survivor, it's like driving a car. Okay, you're looking at you're looking ahead at the stoplight, but you're you know the cars are around you. You have to make choices that get you places. In, you know, in a I guess in a like a. a in the best scenario to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Suri was doing. She told she's told somebody that she was voting Michaela, and that way people don't think that they're working together, that they're not in some secret alliance. Look, they're going to take each other to the end. And Suri knows that, that Michaela's on her side, and Michaela doesn't have a choice. So so Suri knew that Michaela wasn't going home regardless? So they're playing, they're playing this, it's like a, they're, they're just playing this game so that other people don't think that they're together, that that they are in an ah. alliance. I mean, I I picked up the same thing from Saray. I thought uh, Saray. Um, I thought that she was she only voted for Michaela so that she would look like she was she never went back to Michaela and told her right. anything because she doesn't want to burn bridges, and that made sense to me. I thought it was smart, okay. but at the same time. What yes, if Michaela would have found out? Or not even that. Well, yes, that. But also, what if they did, they didn't have, like, what if it was a tie? You know what I mean? Like, what if somebody who voted for Zeke voted for mm-hmm. Michaela? And then it would have been a tie between him, her and Haley. And, and then they revote? Yeah. Well, I, cross that bridge then. I mean, but know? it was just, yeah. it was it was a gamble. It paid obviously paid off for Suri and obviously for Michaela. But I was, I was just... But I'm still, I mean, so basically, you know, everybody was saying Haley might have an immunity idol, which is why they were going to vote four for Haley and everybody else for Michaela. So I'm just still like, when did that 
shift. Can we really just take a step back really quick yes. before the vote? Because Haley was preaching tonight. Yes, Like, yes, she yes. was trying to say, she was saying things that I was like, that makes sense. Everybody at yeah, Bible you were, you were loving was, her. like, making sense to me because they are fighting for, literally fighting for their lives. They're fighting for a million dollars. And it's like, she offered to, like, say, hey, I'm, we'll do a strip search. I will shake down. I will do whatever you want me to do to prove that I don't have an idol. But then she was like, you need to use these blindsided, these blindfolded people, these people that you're not using mm-hmm. in order to get your numbers up. Because literally, and what, um, I think it was Saray who said, this is where you have to, to step up your game. Mm-hmm. That's exactly, exactly what Haley was doing. She was like, look, I'm not going to go out without a fight. Yeah. And, I mean, I was saying, too, I was like, why, why is she always saying that she's, like, not a game changer? But, Charlie, you were saying, well... It makes her look better if she says that you can't or that you're going to be able oh, to beat I'm me. Gonna, if I'm there, I'm telling you guys whatever you want to hear. Yeah. And if it's, I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, I'm an idiot. Until we get to the final three and I'm like, I knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah. You guys are all idiots. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with that. But even at the end afterwards when she was doing her little interview to camera, she was saying, like, if you should have taken the herd of goats to the final three, calling herself as part of the herd of goats and basically let these big, strong people. I just thought that was a little, like, I don't know. It was a little weird. I feel like she was just maybe downplaying it. Maybe she was just, you know, butthurt about mm-hmm. getting voted out. And she was just like, I don't understand why I got voted out. Why wouldn't you keep me around? Because mm-hmm. it's like you're not doing, you're just doing yourself a disservice by calling yourself an underrated player. Yeah. I mean, in the end, if you make it, I don't know. I'll okay. say whatever I have to. Yeah. <laughs> I will do whatever. I, I That's mean, true. Yeah. So that was our first tribal. Haley obviously went home. Michaela slid by and she's in yes. for another week. I d- <laughs> hey, officially. I love Michaela. Well, so does Dom. We we miss Dom. We have to give Dom a little shout out because I really wish she was here for this episode because she probably would have been pissing her her pants. Yeah. Thinking that Michaela would have gone home. Definitely. Did you guys see how excited I was? I was getting very excited. He was like fist pumping the air. Yeah. Yeah. It was was very heterosexual, you guys. Oh my gosh, yeah. Michaela. Oh, it's funny though because people either love Michaela or they hate her. Right. Like there's no in between. Right. There's no in between. Those haters don't know what they're talking they about. They don't. I agree. They're Charlie. the BDIs. They are. They're the BDIs. I will I will second that. Um so moving on to our second episode for the night. Um before we get into reward, which was a big part of this, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Zeke's gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um we see right away that he thinks that Sari and Andrea are the biggest threats when he was working with them originally. And basically he's saying, would I rather make the regret or have the regret of not making a big move or just live with making the big move? You know, like never getting the chance to do it or or live with making it. And he says, I'm here to play. And I mean, we've seen that from Zeke last season as well. I mean, he's here to play. Right. He's but a good player. At the same time, timing is everything. Timing is everything. And I felt like as soon as they like launched this episode with Zeke being like, Mm-hmm. Andrea and Saray, I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. calm your jets, dude, because you, something isn't going to go your way. Right. And it's too soon. And Saray and Andrea both wanted Sierra out. And, and they were saying earlier that Sierra controls Brad, who then controls Troyzan. And it's like, maybe stick with that plan, right. and then your name's not going to get thrown down. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zeke, right. he, he plays very fiercely, but sometimes it comes back to him a little bit. Yeah, he's like, last season I screwed up and I shot for the moon too early, so I'm going to do it again. I'm like, <laughs> right, what? Right. You, what? Exactly, thank you. What are you right. doing? Yeah, and that conversation no, between him and Andrea really resonated because I felt like they bonded, and this just, we'll talk about it later, but mm-hmm. the, the whole 180 degree flip between the two was like, night and day mm-hmm. but it's like I love how Andrea called out Debbie and was like Debbie's too much of a wild card because she likes Sierra but at the same time 
Debbie was the one who kind of orchestrated the vote. Uh, I don't want to jump too much ahead, but okay. I, I felt like that conversation between Zeke and Andrea was very pertinent to what happened. Sure. Okay, let's think about this one, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm going real meta right now. Okay, Zeke knows he's he's now a target to not get in the final three because of this huge story that comes out last last week, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's like, I got to somehow get on people's bad side to them to think that there's no way I would win. So I have to play this, like, turd game and somehow get to the finals and be like, look, guys, I had no chance getting here. I had to play this turd game to get here. That's a good point. I, I would have never thought of that. I disagree with you. I think Zeke is a control freak, and all he was doing this this the second half of this uh, episode was just vying for control of the game. Totally he possibility. Was, you know, he I was, may be giving Zeke way too much credit. I, I I agree that Zeke is a very smart and strategic player, but at the same time, I feel like that strategicness thought process just got to his head, and he wasn't able to you know slow yeah. down. Gemini in the live chat says he can't stand other people making decisions. He feels he has to be the one making right, the decisions. Exactly. I mean, we have seen that and. Um, Sword of the Morning says, yes, I feel that Zeke didn't learn from last season. So, I mean, we see him... Which my, which Charlie just pointed out. Right, starting to make some of the same mistakes. Also, he didn't respond well to Andrew telling him who to vote out. Yeah, he, he just sometimes doesn't respond well to other people. Power hungry. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little exactly. bit power hungry, for sure. Um, moving into reward, we had two teams of six... There was a hook and fish to solve a puzzle, and basically they won a day of luxury. Uh-huh. Shower, pamper. From Michaels. <laughs> From, From Michaels. Marshalls. 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 Michaels. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, we got some arts and crafts to do. Uh, <laughs> I love that they're like throwing in the brands now. I'm like, okay. All right. Can we they always about... do that? Yeah. Uh, I, do. I feel like I saw a season uh, just recently uh, where they're like, we saw Jack and Jill. Uh, you, you guys remember Jack and Jill? Oh, like the movie. Terrible With, Adam Sandler. Uh, Adam movie. Sandler, uh-huh. yes, yes. Sorry, yes. Uh, if you're watching Adam, you're not. Uh, <laughs> but it was bad. He probably knows it. But like, they're like, oh, it was hilarious. I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You're getting, they're telling you to say that. You have to say yeah. that. Like you were saying today with Ozzy with the towels. Yeah. Like, Ozzy's like, ooh, we got the towel. What yeah, else is he, he like, talking about? He like named the chair of what it actually was. It was like <laughs> not an ottoman, but it was like some weird, like, and the sandal chair or something. I'm like, you don't know it's called a sandal chair. You're a, you would never know that. Yeah, he's only happy about getting in the shower. Like, that's all yeah. he needs. Yeah, that's all he needs. This, I mean, I feel like this reward was the one that I would be... Just me personally, this is the reward that I... Because I'm always... Season after season, I'm like, when do they get a shower? If I was yeah, on, this I'd is like, the one I when do need. I get my shower? Because a shower rejuvenates Ugh. your mind, and like, especially just for feel... girls, like my hair would be so snarly by this point. It would literally. Oh, be I'm sorry, Paige. I'm a guy, and I think that I need a shower. That's <laughs> true. Bad. My hair would just be in dreads. It would literally be dreadlocks. I wouldn't care. <laughs> you would look so I sexy don't... in dreadlocks. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, so they okay. Out of the three, you could either swim in, untie the rope bring the fishes back and hook them up or do the puzzle what would you guys want to do puzzle i'm puzzle? really good at puzzles oh i'm the worst yeah give me get yeah <laughs> don't put me in the water but i'll i'll untie and put the, and carry those i might boys. carry them back well, yeah. i mean we saw a big mistake by andrea and ty they missed a fish on the thing and i'm still Same. i don't know how they did that how they missed it but they still won so yeah. i mean they did come back from behind yeah because Sierra and uh Saray couldn't figure out the puzzle yeah i also hate challenges with knots knots are just different yeah every knot's different yeah and like Ozzy was having trouble with a knot like anybody else I feel like would has Ozzy ever been, had trouble with a knot? Exactly. Yeah, it'd been like, game over for everyone else. They, that knot must have been really, really tough. Totally, yeah. And just talking about the teams a little bit, Andrea was a captain and she picked Ty, then Ozzy, then Troy, and then Zeke, then Debbie. 
Maybe not in that order, but that's just the way they read it. And then Sarah was a captain, picked Culpepper, Michaela, Aubrey, Suri, and Sierra. So, I mean, it's, it's always interesting to me to see those teams and yeah. see, like, who they pick yeah. because it's obviously the alliances, you know? Um, and Suri and who did the puzzle with Suri? Sierra. Sierra. So they kind of dropped the ball because they were big ahead, time. big time. And then they go down, and it's funny because Suri was like, I totally messed up, you guys. And Sierra's like, it's not anybody's fault. Like, well, you guys did kind of drop the ball in the puzzle, it was, so it, it was, was your fault. At least yeah. you two. Yeah, it was, it was, at least both of your it faults. It did come down to you guys. Yeah. You and had plenty of time. <laughs> and we saw, like, a little bit of an emotional breakdown by Suri, which I thought, I, I mean, not that I like to see people have breakdowns, but it's always nice to see a little bit more of their emotional, personal side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Suri kind of says, you know, I worked really hard, and it didn't. I didn't get there, and basically compared it to, like, her kids not being able to eat and just thinking she was worth, worthless. And we see how dark of a survivor of a game survivor can get yeah. because so many times we see the... I mean, we have no idea what it's like out there, obviously. And then they're always breaking down over different things. And you just really see how hard Survivor I think that's is. what I like about this season, though, is that they are really focusing on the mental state and mm-hmm. the mental aspect of Survivor as being, you know, an, an anguishing mental game rather than just physical because mm-hmm. you are going through the elements and mm-hmm. it's not... Not, it's not fun. You know what I mean? It's hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they're focusing on that this season because I feel like people just kind of glaze over that. They're like, oh, it's a game. It's TV. But I'm like, no, these people are starving. They're actually starving. Yeah. What do you guys think would be the hardest part for you on Survivor if you were to play the game? Um. Oh, that's a good question, Paige. Are you putting us on the spot? Um, and let us know in the live chat what you guys think would be the hardest part. What would you guys think? I oh, say- Sheena says Jack and Jill features featured in Survivor South Pacific. Thank you, Sheena. Oh yeah, so you got that. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. At least I'm not making it up. I could just be making things right? up. You never know. I do watch. Uh-huh. My favorite is when they had, like, uh, way back in the day, they had, like, a brand new Sprint phone, but it was, like, still a flip crappy phone. Anyway, yeah, yeah. We'll move on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, do you know the uh, hardest like, part for you, do you think? I feel You like said the, starving. Starving. So I, I don't want to like not that, eat. Yeah, I feel like that would be the, the hardest for me as well. Mm-hmm. I get hangry. I would what get you, so mad uh, at well, people. Well, in opposite of that, what do you guys think that your strengths would be? Oh, wow. Um... Yeah, people in the live chat are also saying lack of food. Some people are saying the social yeah. game would be hard. I mean, I think the social game might be a little hard for me, too. I, I just don't know. I would just want to please everybody mm-hmm. and not – I wouldn't play the game as best as I could, I think. I'm a shooting star. I would either win the whole thing or be out, like, really, really early. early. <laughs> because I'm just, like, socially, I I feel like I can control people mm-hmm. the way the conversations are going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think – I would, you know, as a as a stand-up comedian, you have to go on, you have to, like, judge a crowd immediately mm-hmm. and see what, and cater to them. Um, I would, and sometimes you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And the more you're out there, the more other comedians up before you, the more you get to, like, know mm-hmm. uh, the people and what you should say and what you shouldn't say or the jokes you should say and the jokes you shouldn't say. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think socially my game would be, like, I would be up there. Mm-hmm. My yeah, wife I, might think differently. She'd I think like, you would be great at Survivor. I, I really know. do. I don't know. I really think you'd be good. Yeah, I feel like socially I would be good as well. Um, but I feel like I would fly under the radar and just play safe. Mm-hmm. And as we all know that you can't play safe in Survivor. You can't play safe. Um, it only takes you so far. And that's pretty much as far as I would get. Yeah, I think I would do actually pretty good in the group challenges. And I think I would be good at the challenges. I love challenges. Like I think the challenges are fun. Yeah, and individual immunities are hard, though. Like, I don't know. I would want to think that I would make it pretty far, but I don't know if I would win against, the, like, Ozzy hanging on the pole forever, which brings me to immunity. Basically, we had to hang on the pole for as long as you can. 
just with your toes in these little crevices and you can barely hang on to anything. And Ozzy's won this challenge twice already. Yes. Which was crazy. And those are they were pretty tall, by the way, also. They were very tall. Like we saw Andrea take a dive and it was stressing me out because I, I thought she like broke to... her neck or something. Oh, I thought yeah, it was gonna yeah. be You're a really worried about her. I, I was, I, it I was like, like she's like, alright. It sounded like her teeth I I don't know. It just I don't like that. Um so <laughs> we saw I mean, talking about the challenges kind of making it farther, but maybe not all the way. Like Michaela we saw. I feel like maybe I would make it like maybe not as far as Michaela, but to that point, and then she's like, I'm gonna pick my battles. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. I'm not beating Ozzy. I'm not beating Ty. So why am I going to hang up here? And and you mentioned Charlie that you thought that this was a perfect um, strategy on her part because they the wouldn't see her thing, as a threat. The last if Zeke told them that she's very strong in challenges, the last thing she wants to do is be strong in challenges. Yeah. And you, that, do you do you want to win the game? Don't win challenges. I mean, I always say like if you're if it's like the final four or whatever, don't win that challenge. Like just if it's a final four, yeah, just give that up because that person always gets screwed over. Yeah. You're saying in the final three, somebody, they take somebody with them, and they they always get blamed for that, huh? For the most part, okay. at least what I've what I've seen. I could okay. be wrong. Okay, if um, I'm wrong, just boo me. <laughs> boo me. Everybody, let them know. If you guys, oh my th- god, uh, Lara in the live chat says Paige for Survivor 35. Oh, double it You guys know? Oh, Sheena said it too. You guys. Maybe I'll audition. You're going to be on Survivor 35. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. They'd be like, this girl's not making it on there. Um, also, Ozzy threw a little jab out there, which I thought a was interesting. A little. It was like a constant theme throughout this episode, and I'm... Yeah. It was really pissing me off. I was like, the same thing that happened with Brad in, in last season when he made that little comment about, you know, just being alpha dog. Mm-hmm. I felt like that's exactly what Ozzy did in this in this episode when he was like well if I don't win then I'm not fishing and nobody gets to eat and I'm like that's I know that was kind of and then Ty's like you know what dude I'm chancing this and he ended up pulling it off good for Ty good for Ty I know I, my favorite part about Ozzy is like seasons before he always says something that really screws him up because he's like puts on this big front and everybody's yeah. like okay like yeah. I think like two scenes later He's fishing for everybody. Right. Like he didn't. He didn't mean, he didn't mean any it. of that. Yeah. But at the same time, just the fact that you thought that you could say that, it's just. I'm like, yeah, it showed it's weakness. Like, no, it showed weakness. And I just want to point out that they were up <laughs> there. Ozzy and Ty were up there for an hour and thirty five minutes. I would blow them. Oh really my god, hanging onto that pole. There's no freaking way. But as soon as and Ty obviously won. But as soon as the challenge was over, I literally wrote down, I would target Ozzy at this point. He's too strong. Uh-huh. And it, we've already talked about this, but he is too strong to to let go further in this game. It's true. It's true. What was our... Oh, I was thinking about what our first uh, immunity was, and Ozzy didn't make it far in that one, but that was kind of a fluke, I think. Yeah. Um. But I, yeah, I mean, he's such a strong player, and I mean, they were thinking about getting him out from then, but I always liked Ozzy. I you like, don't I like know, Ozzy. I know you did. I like Ozzy, too. He's yeah. Just, it's just yeah. that I did not like Ozzy. I just didn't... He's just so strong. He's just too strong. It, yeah. I'm sorry. But that's... I don't know. People get mad at me whenever I say this, but I like seeing strong players win because you worked your ass off to win these challenges and win all these things and then people get mad that you win Survivor. And okay. I'm like, I don't know. I just agree with you. It's when, a game about survival. When Joe won all of his immunities and stuff and he was on the bottom for like five, oh, six Joe. weeks. Oh, we all love Joe. Um, I wanted Joe to win yeah. and I never... But you I, knew Joe was never going to win. I know. But I think I think uh, just because the game has changed with Survivor, now it's like cut the head off the dragon. Yeah. Like, like oh, beat yeah. the big guy. Back in the, you know, I think people are still remembering those first, you know, seasons of Survivor where they always brought the stronger person to win. Mm-hmm. They were like, 
well, he played a heck of a game being a very strong person, so I'm not going to vote him out because yeah. he's a strong player and I give him respect. Now people are like, I want a million dollars. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, if there's anything that this season has proven is that they are targeting the the strongest players, Tony, Sandra, JT, Malcolm. I mean, yeah. they are taking them out early. So I knew Ozzy was going to go. I just wanted it to happen. Yeah, and they don't even, I mean, before too, they would never even think about voting them out before the merge because like they were like, we need them so we don't go to tribal. Well, yeah, because they were like, oh, we, they can help us win these physical challenges. But right. even the people, the strongest people that were on the teams, mm-hmm. They were losing. Yeah. So it's like you weren't even helping us not get to tribal, so what are you good for? Right. Yeah, totally. Um, so before we get into the final tribal, there was a weird con- like disconnect between Zeke and the girls he was playing with, Andrea and Sari. So they were – Andrea – okay, you mentioned this before that Andrea and Zeke were obviously very close. We saw last week Andrea was very emotional – Maybe it was just about the situation. Maybe it was Zeke personally. But then we saw this week, they were on the hammock together. They were talking about how much they loved each other and yada, yada. Or Andrea was saying yeah. that. Yeah. And then Andrea, I mean, well, we see that Zeke kind of flips on them and goes to yeah. Sierra and says, hey, they're talking about voting you out. When did that ever happen? What? Yeah, no. they did. They they wanted Sierra. Sierra. So Ow. he just went and just threw him under the bus. And yes. then, no, well, she he thought that Sierra would take that information a little better, but and not go back and tell them. My favorite part of the episode, though, is where Zeke's like in the talking head, and he's like, "The la- uh, it, what he said, uh, like if they think that they think that they can beat you, and they thought that they can't beat you, uh-huh. and then you beat them by thinking that they can't beat, and you're like, and you're like, what? Oh, when he was a tribal." I don't. I don't know. He was. A, it was a talking head. It was like. Oh. It, it was like where he's like, if people think that they can think that they beat you, mm-hmm. and it was just so funny. To no. Me. Yeah. Like, what are you talking Zeke about? Zeke talks dude? a lot. This. I was like, what are you? That's. What, I was like, he's talking in circles so many times. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe he's talking over me because I'm not that smart in order to copy what he's saying. But I was like, what the hell? Are you? I was on the same page as you. What the hell are you saying? Zeke? Yeah. So yeah. he basically tells Sierra that she's on the black and that he'd rather have Andrea out. But I didn't. I never even heard him talk. I mean, I didn't think that he. I didn't know if he was just telling her this. I mean, I think the bigger picture is that Sierra went back to Andrea and yeah, Sari totally. and was like, this is what Zeke is saying. And that flips and off. And then Andrea's like, Andrea, why would he say that? She gets super she pissed. And she's like, livid about this. Yeah. Um, and I think she was, I think, and this just goes back to what I was pointing out before when I was saying that they were so close because I feel like Andrea just stood up for him in the last tribal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this had more of a deeper connection than him just throwing her name out there. It was her. She stood up for him. She was yeah. like, I'm fine with you being trans. Like, I don't care about any of that. Like, mm-hmm. we're cool. And then all of a sudden you throw my name out there. Like, And this goes back to my previous comment when I said, this is a game. Like, people mm-hmm. have done stuff for people. And then in the next tribal, yeah. they will be talked about going home. And it's like, whoa, didn't I just have your back? And it's like, we but don't care. Like, you got to do what you got to do. So yeah. I think Andrea just needs to get her emotions out. But I think that's why she was so emotional about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but if Zeke wouldn't have said anything, then his name wouldn't have even been written down. And Debbie's the one that says, let's vote for Ozzy, throw everybody off. So Debbie gets people to vote for Ozzy, and then it's pretty much between Zeke and Ozzy with Debbie and Sierra. Sierra was a little bit in there. I don't want to not give Sierra credit, but But it was definitely Debbie's light bulb. We do see that Sierra's been taking a lot of... Um, she's been, like, trying to be really powerful, yeah. taking a lot of the control lately. People were comparing her to the Godfather, because like the Italian mob. Because she's with Brad, and I feel like she's getting this, this she's overconfidence very confident. because she's with Brad. I don't mm-hmm. really like that. 
I don't know. I think she's a little too confident. Mm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I saw a comment yeah. that said uh, Zeke Zeke plays too hard. I think I yeah. think so too. From Eddie, yeah, uh, Pokemaniac. I yeah. like to say I would rather say Zeke is a little extra right now. He's a little extra. He's, He's extra. a little extra. He's going so extra. He's right so now. extra. He's going a little extra. That's for sure. And we see Sarah in the middle of this boat between Zeke and Ozzy. Um, did I asked you guys who did you think was going to be voted off? And I, did you guys both say Ozzy or did you? Yeah, I definitely said Ozzy. Yeah. I thought Ozzy was for sure going on. I, I didn't think definitely Zeke... said Ozzy. Yeah. Even before the show started. Yeah. 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 That's how, like, good I am at this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways, going in a tribal, very, um, not, like, confusing, but just a little strange that Debbie chose to use her extra vote this early in the game and at yeah. a tribal like this. We see that Aubrey, okay, Zeke voted for Aubrey, Sari voted for Sierra, Andrea, Ozzy, Michaela, Aubrey voted for Zeke, and the rest of them voted for Ozzy, which means that there were still two extra votes. Mm-hmm. And then Debbie put a third. So there was right. no need for her to use that extra vote. No, she didn't need to do that. And you were saying you just put a tar- target on her back. Yeah, yeah. She just had to, uh, you know, she just had to show how, how like, she tried to be like, oh, this is my show now. And people are like, we don't believe you for a second. But cool, you can, like, good idea with the Ozzy thing, but... Yeah, like, you came up with Ozzy idea, great, but did you right. really need to use your extra vote? But see, that's the thing, like, I feel like, yes, it obviously could put a target on her back, but at the same time, she, you are at the point, when this merge happens, you are at the point where you have to build your resume in order to get to the end, mm-hmm. and for people to vote for you. So, I think she just played the vote in order to be like, I thought of this idea to get Ozzy out, and I was gonna play it to the end, and, I'm and really make adamant about sure, this. because if he hadn't went home, that would have looked worse for her. Than for her just losing an extra oh, yeah. vote reward, for, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like if he hadn't went home, then she did everything that she could to get Ozzy out because that was her thing. She was like, mm-hmm. "I'm getting Ozzy out," and that's what she did. But if he didn't, it would have looked even worse for her. But I still think you have two votes in the game of Survivor. Yeah, that is the biggest thing you could add. Like it's way bigger than having a hidden immunity to me because yeah. it's like you can just change things. Right. Right. You can change things. Yeah, it was very, very early, I think, for that. But, I mean, Debbie fl- goes hard or... But then at the same hard. time, it's Game Changer, so we never know. Maybe this will pop up again somewhere, you know what I mean? That's true. That's what I was... Which was weird, because during the merge, that was another thing that I thought was weird. Just during, like, the feast, I thought they were going to have, like, a different... Like, another clue mm-hmm. in there for, like, a, an immunity idol or something like that. I feel like all the immunity idols are taken already. But... I feel like that was going to happen, but it obviously didn't. Man, that'd be great if Ty then got another immunity. Ty gets for like three immunity. He's like, I'll sit out for the food thing. And he goes over there like, here's a hidden immunity. Right? He's like, oh. God. Another one? Okay. What am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> we were joking about how like Ty would just be like, oh, I'm playing my immunity idol for Haley. Like just randomly yeah, because yeah, he just yeah. like feels bad for people and just right. plays his immunity idols. But I mean, he's got two. So we're going to see a good ty- a game from Ty, I think, moving forward. Um, on that note, why don't we get into predictions for next week? Ooh, predictions. Talk about what we think is going to happen. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Charlie's like, wait, wait. <laughs> I didn't know about it's this. It's very Doctor Who. Charlie, get on board. <laughs> All right. Timothy, you first. Um, what do you think? I, well, just based on the preview, I feel like Sarah is going to start trying to make moves now. Um, okay. And I feel like this has been in her mind. Even mm-hmm. They were touching on it a little bit in this episode when Sarah, like you said, she was in the middle of this vote between Zeke and Ozzy. And I feel like she is going to get a little bit more power hungry. And I feel like Zeke is going to feel like he is on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And Sarah is going to go to him and be like, no, mm-hmm. we can change this up. I feel like Debbie's alliance, I feel like she's with... 
Debbie, Sierra, Brad, that whole like mm-hmm. alliance. I feel like the alliances are going to become more um, concrete mm-hmm. and we're going to see who's with who. Um, but I feel like that alliance is going to be more powerful. Mm-hmm. That's my predictions. I don't know if Sierra's like, I don't think Sierra's in trouble yet. I mean, we saw how her name was thrown out a little bit today, but then like in an instant it was dropped and nobody thought of it again. I think that she does have like a good, a good amount of people around her, but like, I think that she, I mean, I think that she could pull it off and, like, even, get, like, get in the final three in this. But I think that she should be a little bit careful with her overconfidence. You don't agree. I, I'm, I never call final three because I'm usually always yeah. wrong, you guys. I'm yeah, always I'm always wrong. wrong, too. But I just, um, like, like, based on the episode, I'm like, this person's definitely going to final three. <laughs> and then I'm like, nah. What do you think, Charlie? I mean, I don't have anybody, I don't put people in the final three, but I do put down people who have a very low chance. As a matter of fact, I put 0% chance of getting to the final three. Okay. Um, that is Andrea. She's too sneaky. Mm. Debbie. I mean, she, she, okay, she might get in because people are like, no one's going to vote for her. But if she keeps playing the way she is, then. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's go. true. I, mean, I don't think Zeke, she ever uh, Zeke <laughs> is not going to go. Um, Sari is not going to make it. And, and Sierra. Those are the, the Damn, people Charlie, that is I anybody going to be in Yeah, who's going to be in the final three then? <laughs> it's people you don't see. It's like, it's like Aubrey who like yeah. is playing a really good game because she, no one's talking about her. She played, played a great Aubrey, game. Aubrey, I, I did like her. I'm yeah. gonna, I, that's, a, that's my heart though. Michaela, I don't think Michaela will make it. I feel like maybe Sarah too. Sarah can get to the Sarah could the get, maybe she's flying like very Sarah. under the radar. That's why I feel like yeah. this next episode is gonna, it's gonna go one way or the other first. She's gonna continue yeah. to either make a move and fly under the radar or she's gonna make a move and get voted out. That's why I feel that Sierra has to be more, uh, more, laid back about being so overconfident because I feel like she could get to the final three and win but like she needs to get there because she is she's gonna put her like a target on her back I feel like it's a balance you have to find the balance between making moves and Sierra's made a lot of moves up until now Mm -hmm. so it's like she has to find she has to like you said lay back a little bit and just chill definitely until something else comes along like you You have to pick and choose you die hard yeah Yeah. that's true but it's better to have played hard than to have never played at all that's That's right right. oh Paige you preach (laughs) (laughs) I'm like where are those Survivor casting people at (laughs) well that has been Survivor, there's a new sheriff in town, episode eight. Um, and any final thoughts before we throw it back? No, thank you guys for everybody in the live chat because this live chat was fire, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We love inter- interacting with you guys. Charlie, thank you for... Yeah, we want to say thanks, thanks for joining so us. Hey, guys, if you liked me on the show today, just start writing boo in the uh, comments. Just boo me. <laughs> Charlie, where else can they... I live they, off booze. Where else can they see you or find you outside of AfterBuzz if they like you? Um, your- walking down the street, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I'm like in a film, but that's going to be a while. That'll be cool. That'll be a while from now. Uh huh. So if you keep in touch, maybe a year from now you'll be like, oh, cool. Oh, remember that guy from After Buzz? Yeah, that one time <laughs> I watched it and he was on it. Um, shout out to my bud Murph, who I know is watching tonight. Um, and your wife, Lara, who is also in the live chat. Which I guess my wife as well, whatever. <laughs> hey, Charlie's wife, Lara. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, just check me out on social media. Sure. I don't really do it, but if you ask me questions, I'll I'll listen to you. Cool. And where can they find you on social media? At Charlie Lind. Cool. Just my name. Just the name. And Thanks. where can they find you on social media? Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I am Timothy Michael. You can reach me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike. Um, I'm pretty boring this week. All of my shows are dark. Um, usually I'm on the Grey's Anatomy and the uh, Unproducible Read series on Friday mornings. But those are both dark, so I guess I'll see you guys Monday for Quantico. Um, Quantico. See, see what I'm doing on social media. Cool. And I'm your host, Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Paige Bonanno. Thanks so much for joining us. Everybody in the live chat, make sure to like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up on this video if you liked it, and join us next week. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye, guys.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.